Ladies and gentlemen, the questions you've all been asking are now being answered. Welcome to another edition of It's All About Who You Know, the podcast where influential people talk big topics in sports, faith, and more. Your host is a former Oregon State wrestler. He has a 4.9 star Uber rating and is currently undefeated in his MMA career. Here is Christian Robertson. Hey guys, what's going on? Um, I don't want to take up a lot of your time before I start the podcast, but I just want to take a few minutes. Sorry if you can hear um, my windows open, so if you hear like cars or anything, uh, it's a little warm in my room, so I open the window. But um, <clears throat> yeah, this uh, this week's podcast um, was a tough one. Uh, it was really tough. Some of the topics me and Gus went into, I, I honestly had planned to talk about gun control and the pandemic and you know some other things, and, and we didn't get into any of that. Um, and we went for an hour. Um, it was very emotional. We uh, we talked about, you know, if you could probably tell, the very real struggle with pornography. Um, not a podcast I necessarily thought I would get into or wanted to get into um, as of right now. But, um, and it definitely, I don't think, after talking about it, I don't think it'll be the end of it. Um, and that's not all we talked about. But uh, we talked about trafficking and stuff like that. I think that's how it got into it. Um I, I don't really, I mean, the only way I can chalk it up is uh, I feel like God was probably leading the conversation in a degree. We talked about marriage and just a bunch of stuff. Um, it, it was really emotional. Um, and it's even emotional doing this intro. Um, and I've been done with the podcast for about an hour now um, just because of how impactful and how damaging some of these things that we talk about are. Um, so I'd really encourage you guys listen all the way through to the end because we don't get into it till probably 20 minutes in, 30 minutes in, um, but uh, but I think we had some really good things to say, um, I think both of us, you know, being, you know, men and um, having gone through some of those struggles, um, yeah, really had a uh, an ear to the ground when it comes to what's going on, and then just being so fortunate enough to have a biblical perspective on it, and, uh, and knowing where our help comes from, and uh, you know, just having our roots not grounded in ourselves or in society or in uh, our government or anything like that, but having our roots really grounded in Christ, um, I think, is what gives us the wisdom, you know, being led by the Spirit gives us the wisdom and the ability and the strength just to even talk about this and be able to articulate it in such a way and have, um, you know, a different perspective on it, which, you know, I, I just think is so powerful. Um, so if you guys uh, if you guys do like this podcast, make sure you like it, make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a review, and um, you know we are not running any ads currently. Um, so everything the, this podcast completely grows by word of mouth, and with you know the podcast we went through today, as emotional as it was, as um, impactful for us as it was, I really do think it could benefit somebody else. I really do think there's a lot of people, a lot of young people. Um, and, and you'll know what I'm talking about once you listen to it. So maybe listen to it and then decide whether or not you want to share it. But I think there's a lot of people that can Im be impacted by this podcast. And if um, if they need any help, um, it, you know, I, I know, you know, I have a lot of I have a little bit of influence um, with people. If anybody needs any help, any prayer, any resources, any advice um, from myself about some of these issues, please share this podcast with them and feel free to reach out. Uh, feel free to reach out. My Instagram is at Barbell Robertson. Um, some of you guys may have my phone number. Um, if you're a close friend or relative, 100% uh, feel free to reach out and, and ask me anything you need to ask me. 
Uh, I'm not currently a, a huge celebrity, so uh, so I get most of my DMs and I'll respond to all of them, um, as long as it's not something you know stupid. But um, but yeah, so um, yeah, guys, share it, like it, review it. Um, if somebody needs to hear this, please uh, please let them know. So without further ado, guys, episode thirty-one. Bro, I told you what what Carl did, right? So Carlos, and if I have, I didn't tell it on the podcast. So, oh, do you have your headphones, by the way? No. Oh, the audio is usually better if you have your headphones. Um, is it bad? I thought you said it was bad. I thought you told me to get rid of them. Yeah, but it's worse without them. Is it really? Yeah. No, it's not. No way. I also told you to get a microphone, and you didn't do that. So don't act like you oh, listen to me. Or I don't just have like money laying around. Bro, what are you, you been know? doing for work, man? I've been paying bills, and I made two hundred bucks yesterday. I don't even want to know what you have to do to get that kind of <laughs> selling your body on the streets. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, how we got some. Dude, we got how the mighty have fallen. Uh, no, not mighty. Not I didn't. Say we didn't think. We didn't think rock bottom was past where you were. Uh, Let me tell you something about rock bottom. I've been there. Twice. It's not as bad as it's not as bad as everybody says it is. It's kind of true. What well, that old SpongeBob episode where it's like bikini bottom and then there's that trench and it's rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and he, bro, they couldn't make that episode now because there's the epi- like there's the scene where he goes to the bathroom and he's like, I don't know which one's which, and then people, he's like, I'll just wait for somebody to come out. People are coming out, and he's like, I still don't know, bro. If they made that, Dude, I now, forgot about that. That's funny. If they tried to make that now, people would be like, Hey, you can't do that. Everybody self-identified differently, and I'd be like, Shut up. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Oh, so Carl. Uh, so anyway, so Carl, he's he's in Cali. Whatever, he's in L.A. with him and his buddies, not social distancing, freaking flying on airplanes, all this stuff, you know, being irresponsible. Rules, so if you guys want to um, hate on anybody online, Finesse Diaz. Um, yeah, hate on that guy. Freaking hate that dude. So anyway, so he, yeah, he, he flies in L.A. And, and he's supposed to leave Monday, and I think he flew in like on a Friday or something like that. And he's like, hey, man, we're in L.A., like, you know, but I don't know if we're going to be able to get down there. And, you know, I'm doing boxing and stuff. Like, I'm just busy as can be. <clears throat> And so I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I can get up there and pick you up or whatever. But um, and he's like, yeah, we got we got plans. But if we if we come down, we might see you. So he calls me Monday and he's like, hey, man, like my flight got canceled or whatever. So I'm going to be here for a while. I'm like, OK. He's like, yeah, we're coming to Huntington Beach today. And then I could probably I'll probably be able to come to your place tomorrow. I was like, dude, that sounds awesome. Like spend the night, whatever. He's like, yeah, sweet. So he calls me like this is a few hours later. And, and you know Carl, and he's just like, hey, man, like, you know, I'm feeling real convicted about it. Like, he uses, like, oh biblical gosh. terminology to, like, to talk, like, to like, I'm sorry, are you using Jesus as a crutch right now? <laughs> Bro, well, Jesus can be a crutch, but, like, as an excuse, like, it's just yeah. like, oh, my, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I just knew the second he called, I was like, here we go. Like, here we go. Uh-huh. And so he's like, yeah, man, like, I got to film a wedding, and your dad had it, and and everything and you know keep in mind everybody in my family is either tested negative at this point or has the antibodies so he's like at zero risk like we all got the blood test and everything so he's at zero risk he's like i gotta film a wedding and and all this so i i just feel convicted man like i really don't think i should come uh 
was like, so you're going to be 45 minutes away from me and not come? Whatever, bro. So, and then he's like, don't worry, man. Like, and I was like, uh, okay, well, I'll be, he's like, me and Gus are going to come in July. And I was like, dude, I'll be in Portland in July. And he's like, dude, we'll come wherever you are. And it's like, yeah, except 45 minutes away from you. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't know why we're friends with this guy. I don't even know. I'm not technically friends with him. He's just an associate. You know, they just, he's like a, he's like a tumor. He just kind of won't go away. You know, That's a good way to describe it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But I need to find a way to make your volume louder. Make my volume louder? Yeah, dude, your volume. Oh, my gosh. Dude, then I got to go. Do you not have any? What? What if I, have clo- what if I hold it close to my face? No, don't do that. No, I think there's a way I can make the output or the input. Um, camera, microphone, speakers. Yeah, we're going to use that technology you're obsessing over. Hey, uh, Gus. Shut yeah. up. Shut up. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm not here doing you a favor, you know. What do you mean it's a favor? It's always something with you. Like, hey, your headphones don't work. The camera's too close to your face. Now I can't hear you. Well, I can't figure it out. So I guess everybody's just going to have to turn it up when Gus is talking and turn it down when I'm talking. Is that what we're doing? Is it you're running that kind of unprofessional podcast? Why don't you just get some headphones and a Why microphone? You just figure it out. You had headphones. Go get them. For your viewers. Go, oh, go get the headphones. All right. I'm going to go. We'll wait. Civilization. Here, everything. My family. Arguing. Dude, we need to talk about some things today, man, because uh, did you watch the fights this weekend? Nope. What are we going to talk about? Uh, let's see. Should we talk? Hey. We can talk about, okay, let's do this. Let's talk about how the pandemic's fake and um, gun control. We can talk about those two topics for a while. Uh, dude, can I tell you about my day at work? Can I tell you about that? Okay, please do. So, I. One second. Can you hear me, dude? That's so much better. Is it so much better? It is actually a lot better. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Uh, yeah. So I work at a grocery store, America. For all you guys that didn't know, that's uh, you know, that's what two associates degrees will get you. I want to. I know? just want to interrupt you because, honestly. I think I looked at one podcast one time and like 80% were from Australia, like the listeners. What? Like, How are 80% of my listeners from Australia in this podcast? You have people listening from Australia? I, I guess. There was like, it was really weird. That is, that's kind of cool though, honestly. I know, Australia. it's cool. I mean, there was only two. I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's my vibe, you know, they know that I'm half uh, aboriginal. Oh, it's fine. Black? Whatever. So, no. Uh <laughs> I'm obviously the whitest guy you know, okay? If you um, if you guys can't tell by his voice, go check it out on my uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, that yeah, that thing. That There's thing. the uh, shameless plug. Yeah. So I have a very important job. I work at a grocery store, okay? And I was just uh, taking people's groceries out to the car, you know, taking them off the shelves, bringing it to the car, you know, the whole pickup thing, doing that. And then they now they move me uh, – now they move me over to the other part of the store. Now I'm a fry cook. 
I'm literally, I have two associate degrees, I almost have my actual degree, and I'm a fry cook. A fried chicken. Yeah, so my boss was like, hey, yeah, you're doing good here and everything, but yeah, we're going to move you. We're going <laughs> to, we need someone that's, you know, and I was like, this, you're such, you're not, this is, no, 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 no. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, you know. We got a lot of people here, you know. <laughs> Bro, I, I love <laughs> You are flipping burgers. Technically, I'm not flipping burgers. Okay, Bro. there's no burgers there. Bro, I'm pretty sure Renfro used to use the analogy of flipping burgers as a term to describe losers. And now he's talking about you. <laughs> It's the life I live. Why I'm out there, here. Why is there underwear right here? It's not even mine. Hey, I'm out here making people's Demand. food, okay? People have a hard, long day, you know, and, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'm not there at the end of the day, but I'm out there at the beginning of the day. My roommate's they, underwear they some, is right on my chair. They and you're want talking some, about They want problem. some fried chicken, and I'm there to give it to them. I'll make it. You know, I'm doing a service. Bro, you know, I, people are hungry. I can't imagine what was like, what the conversation was like, because I know you're going to tell your side. If I talk to the manager, he's going to tell his side, and then there's somewhere in the middle probably closer to his side that's the truth of mm. what happened he probably comes up to you and this is what i'm guessing he's saying not what he's thinking but he's like you know gus man you're a hard worker hardest worker we got uh we love you exactly where you are man like honestly you don't need to change anything but we're gonna move you because we can't stand you being out here and there's a lot of people okay well here's the deal let me, let me but what he's thinking me... what he's thinking is this guy freaking sucks like what, how can we demote him without him thinking like he's demoted, you know? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay. So, do I have any more coffee? So, I do. most people that worked in my department were younger, like like 18 or less, or like 19 or whatever, I guess. So, and they had, uh, maybe there was a couple other people there too. But yeah, they had too many people there, and the manager would always come back in the back, and people would be sitting down. And stuff because sometimes there would be nothing to do, but I would always be like up and doing something, whatever. And but he got <laughs> he got mad at everybody, and and so they and this is this is kind of going off on something different. But he's you ever seen those like you ever heard of those like bar rescue shows? Yeah, you know, they send some some a hole to just come and, and clean house and and whip everybody into shape, and it's just like, bro, I hope this guy doesn't see this. Dude, no, no, this isn't my boss. This isn't my manager that oh. does this. It's like they, the corporate or whatever, brings somebody in to do that, and he's like, and I didn't know that they were doing it, so I didn't know who this guy was. So I might have talked back to him a little bit without <laughs> knowing exactly what the situation was, because it took me off guard. Okay, I didn't know that I was in the middle of a, 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 a house flip that we're flipping our department, you know, and they're trying to clean house. So that might have had something to do with it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny bro so he just comes in and starts trying to lay down the law and you're like hey listen here i don't know who the heck you think you are but i'm augustus boyd i got two associates degrees <laughs> where'd you go to college dude ever so no I, like i had seen this guy before like it was like near the end of the day and uh and and I come in there, and he's, like, yelling at some dude, like, one of my other guys that I work with. And he's, like, being all, like, like rude. Like, rude. Like, not, like, how a boss tells their employee, like, hey, I need this done, I need that done. Like, just being rude and, like, just not a not, not a good person type stuff. And 
And like that caught me off guard. And he like he was like yelling at me too. And I'm like, and I we go back like not really go back and forth, but and then so I knew about this guy. And then about a, uh, I had two days off because it was the weekend. And and then I come back to work, and I come back inside to our department, and he's I hear him just like yelling at trying to embarrass some little girl that's like. I think still in high school, right? This oh. girl's like 16 years old. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, what? And then he, and then he's talking to me and like from across the room, like, and where everybody can like see. And like, so there's people there, there's witnesses and stuff. And he's like talking to me, like I'm stupid, asking me these condescending questions. Like, what's the, uh, what's the, so what's, I don't know your name, but what's the protocol for this, this and that, you know? trying to like make me seem stupid i'm like i don't uh like it's this like no whatever and he keeps asking so what's the protocol and i was like hey I, I cut him off i was like hey why don't you just pretend that i'm stupid and just tell me what i need to know how about that <laughs> and then, okay, and then he then he comes back he's like i don't have to pretend you are stupid <laughs> <laughs> just roast you <laughs> oh man oh. Bad. So, yeah, so so what yeah, happened to that probably, guy uh, Nobody's I, seen him since he talked to me like that. Yeah, I know he left. No, uh, I haven't seen him. Fell but bridge. I think he was only supposed to be there for like a week or something like that. So I always I wondered. I always wondered. Like, I feel like Renfro could freelance like program rescue, but it would be like something like that. Like our. Oh. No, no, we couldn't do it. You don't think so? No, because the thing I thought about that too. Because I'm like, because I, I was take, like, what if he? What if he I went into like yelling at me? But that's the different thing is like when you're like trying to be a college wrestler or a college like on a team, you know, yeah. like that's when that energy is acceptable. But when you're around some people that are getting paid. No, no, like, no, no, no. I'm talking about Renfro. I'm talking about Renfro at a college program. Like if a college program. Oh, just brought, like, you know, oh, like, you know okay. how they bring like like Jocko Willink is a guy like a Navy SEAL. They bring him in to like do that with businesses like he goes into fortune 500 companies and helps turn yeah around. yeah i, I feel thought like... you were talking about businesses like no, 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 doing no, no, that no. with businesses i was like no nah. no yeah because he couldn't do that with people getting paid t- no. like no like, i was talking about was... like like if they would have brought him in like for a wrestling program oh. or something yeah 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 that'd be i bet he no. would do really well at that be like, All right. yeah well, oh yeah for sure i'll give you you pay me 10 grand i'll turn you guys into a top five program yeah in a week mm-hmm. That's a different kind of energy there. Oh my gosh! So we guys people don't even know, dude. People don't know. It's like that's, honestly, it goes it goes Renfro and then like Navy Seal. Like that's like literally, there's nothing. Like it's that intense. Oh oh, because you know you've been through Seals training. Well, what else would be more intense? Like that's oh, the, no, well, I don't. That's why I'm saying it's ahead of what I'm this saying. This guy's a phony. This guy thinks he's a seal. No, 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 no. What that's I'm why saying. I'm let the record show. Listen here, dude, Josh I'll, I'll Bridges just, is gonna kick your butt, dude. Josh Bridges, that guy. Come on, man. What do you? Have you got him on yet? No, not yet. Uh, oh. he texted me a couple days ago, and then uh, I was trying to get it done tomorrow. I don't know if it's gonna get done. I think he's over in at Mayhem right now with Froning. So, so I might just be like, "Hey, Josh, let's uh, you, me, Rich, let's get it done." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, be cool, dude. That would be cool if like he's like, "Hey, man, I'll get you in touch with Rich, and you can get Rich on, and then I get Rich on, and then and then he gets you in touch with Matt, and then and then Brooke Wells, and then Brooke Wells. Oh, you don't even know my old crush. There's a history there. My old, there's a history, oh. bro. I'll get her on the podcast. Brooke Wells, if you're listening to this, I may or may dude, not have used to have a crush on you. 
Dude, get Sarah Sigmund's daughter. I kind of have a crush on her, man. Jeez. Why don't you get Sarah Sigmund's daughter on your podcast? Oh, wait, you don't have one because you're a loser. How about this? How about I just ask her on a date and then we go out, you know, like we'll go like to a, uh, like a dance hall, like do some like some two step, you know, uh, and then we'll we'll eat something not not too heavy, you know, and I'll and I'll treat her right. You know, I'll walk her to her car and everything and and give her like just a kiss on the cheek, you know, nothing crazy. I'll send her on away and then and then and then I'll call her like maybe maybe a day or two later and, and we'll decide to do something again, something else and, and just carry it from there, you know. I think if I meet the right girl, I, I disregarded everything you said. I, I turned my uh, headphones off for that. Um, yeah, because romance is what? Go ahead. I think if I met the right girl, I'd probably there'd probably be like a, a, a two or three month turnover between dating and engagement. I feel like I'm not wasting any time at this point. See, the fact that you called it a turnover, that to use the the term turnover to describe a relationship of love and marriage and, and something that's deep and passionate. And, and treating it like a business, um, I don't know. I see where you're going. I think there's two sides of it, but I don't know. It just shows that you're. Are you, do you lack emotion? Is this? Do you not have feelings? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I, I went to see a psych, psychiatrist a couple. You're a sociopath. Couple Dude, months ago, too, yeah, I am. Bro, I am. Me too. <laughs> blink Dude, real quick. Crazy. Blink, blink, blink real quick. See, I didn't blink. No, Dude, no empathy nuts, at all, bro. Whoa, that's cool. You see, learn some punch yourself, you. punch yourself in the face. I won't feel a thing. Nah, I'm good. I'm good, <laughs> bro. I had a terrible nightmare the other day, and it kind of got me thinking about like just our relationship with God and everything. But it was crazy. It was like a mob kid that like kind of snitched on the mob, and then his dad like tortured him to death. It was really oh bad my dream. gosh. It was a horrible dream. This is horrible, I dude. Know. I had a horrible dream the other night too. It was, uh, I just, I just saw your face. It was, oh, it's awful. It was really awful. And then I heard your voice and that like, and then I had to wake up. I couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. I had to get up. How long has this been going on? I don't know. <laughs> We've 20 lost. minutes. We've this lost. has been the longest 20 minutes of my life. Oh my gosh. It's horrible. Did you hear, <clears throat> so was it, what's, uh, was it Walt Harris, the guy that fought over him this weekend? Did you hear this story about him? We'll get into a little UFC recap. I, I didn't watch the fight. Um, but, dude, so this guy, Walt Harris, um, UFC heavyweight, within the last year, so he, he's married. His wife had a daughter real young, I think. And so his stepdaughter, 19-year-old girl, goes missing. So this is all within a year. This guy's under contract with the UFC, goes missing. Oh, I think I know. <clears throat> I heard about this. I heard about this, yeah. Well, let me finish the story for anybody that's not, because if you don't know who Walt Harris is, I mean, there's no way you can't, like, root for this guy just in life. Not even in fighting. I mean, there's no way you can't root for him in fighting, but just in life in general after this. But So his, his stepdaughter goes missing, and, you know, it becomes a nationwide search because Dana White got in, you know, involved and stuff, and was like, hey, you know. So I don't know what kind of pull they had there, but um, becomes a nationwide search. They find her body. So she she was kidnapped and killed. First of all, just horrible. Did you? It's just horrible. And, yeah. Uh, um. And and then, you know he's he's still got a job, so he's got a you know he goes out and I think this Overeem fight was the was the most or was his first fight back since all this stuff went down. But dude, can you imagine? Just some sick. I know. Dis- I really couldn't, man. Some sick, disgusting people out there. 
There really is, man. It's, it's. Did you did you see the thing the the, the like the Pornhub trafficking thing that was hitting the news or it didn't really hit uh-uh. the news it hit Instagram, I guess um, this fifteen year old girl was kidnapped and and whatever and um, you know they're looking for her and everything. Turn like they found like fifty eight videos of her getting raped on Pornhub so videos that Pornhub like bought and purchased and she was like a registered porn star on Pornhub. Of her getting raped. I don't know if she's still alive or not. But like this uh, accredited website is like 100% financing human trafficking. Like there's, uh, it's just disgusting, man. It's so gross. Like I, <clears throat> it broke my heart reading that my buddy shared it and I was, I read the article. I was like, golly, this is disgusting. Uh, I like, how could you have, like, I was literally just like, you know, praying and I was like, man, like, God, just destroy this industry. Like, just destroy. Like, de- like have some hacker go through and just destroy every single website. Like, you know, like I was just pr- like it's just disgusting. It's just disgusting. Like, there's no metric that you can measure, and, and you know, and we've talked about like you know I've struggled with this stuff before. Thank God, you know, I have like blocks and stuff on my phone, and I haven't struggled with it in a while. But like, just the like even partaking in that in any way, shape or form, like by viewing it is it it like made me sick to my stomach that I've somehow partaken it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude. Like, yeah. I feel sick to my stomach just hearing about stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm no, I'm no better than anybody else, man. I mean, like I know I've watched, you know, I mean, yeah, I've watched porn before, you know, and Dude, it's the biggest struggle for it's, men, and it's not talked about yeah. enough because it's so taboo, and it's something that the enemy wants to keep in secret. But it is, well, I feel like, is, man, is, is we got to bring it to the light. Huh? It needs to be brought into the light, man. Yeah. Like, it's a struggle. Literally, there's not a single guy that could listen to this podcast that has not struggled with it. And I think the biggest thing we need to do as a society is call it for what it is. It's evil. It's completely poison to the mind, and it's damaging, you know, because there's a lot of money and financial incentive, it's damaging people's lives to the point where a 15-year-old girl is kidnapped and freaking filmed, and then a website that our government, like the people allowed to be around, is actually paying for it, and nobody's doing anything about it. Yeah. And I think it's sick, man. It really is, man. Like, it makes me almost want to cry, you know? Um yeah, I didn't even. I don't even I, know what to say to someone like that. It just, it just really that kind of tears me up a little bit thinking about that. Yeah, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's one of those you know because th- I know oh man because there's so many like women in my life you know that I really care and appreciate for or appreciate you know <clears throat> like like my sisters you know I've got two older sisters I got a mom I got I've got nieces. You know, and it's just, I can't even imagine, man, it's just, it just really, it just really hurts to hear about things like that. You know, it's like, that's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's, that's somebody's everything, you know, and like that happens and it happens. The thing is, man, the thing is it happens every single day. That's the thing, man. Like if we could see everything that's got, we would die. Like we would not be able to survive knowing like what goes on. The like evil the, things that the go pain. on. And, and here's the thing is because, like, you know, 
This is a, I, I didn't expect to get this emotional on the podcast or even go down this road. I just thought about this while we were talking, but this is a scary thing that we've got to address too in our lives is that same evil lives in our hearts too, you know, mm-hmm. like that same yeah. evil, you know, like we ver- everybody very much has the potential to go down that road, that route, route, whatever road, route, route, I know it doesn't matter. <sighs> And I, I think that's really like it's times like these, man, where we've got to assess that and be like, dang, like the human heart is broken. Like the human heart is evil, you know, at its core, like the heart is wicked and deceitful. And man, when I saw that article, man, I just like I got on my knees and I just started praying. I was like, God, like, <laughs> man, like I, I pray that you do something about this. And I pray that all these people are rendered jobless, like in the morning, like that every single porn star, every single person in this industry like has no financial like source of income and I pray that they just come crawling to you like that they literally are just like on their knees like begging for forgiveness because like like that's a place like I could end up like I mean I'm not saying I would ever go that far but like if evil's in, a, allowed to run amok like evil's allowed to run amok like there's no limit to where you're gonna go and I think like yeah a, and I think that's the powerful thing is realizing is like not looking at somebody and and, and looking down upon them but realizing that same evil exists yeah like you said i think you put it perfectly like that same evil exists inside your heart you know it says like you know i'm no better than anybody else like i'm just a humble i'm just a humble follower of christ you know just trying to do the best i can you know yeah just a humble person just and and you know and i think we talked about this on a couple other podcasts ago we talked about the indifference of good men yeah and that's something that, uh, and I've, you know, I'm indifferent towards a lot of things. I think it's, it's just, it's hard to be wrapped up in a lot of stuff, but I think more people do need to take action sometimes. And, and, and if they see injustice going on in the world and they really, they, it needs to be addressed. It needs to be, there's, there's a, a kind of battle going on when, like you said, if, if somebody were to see all the horrible things that go on, like with, in terms of uh, and just human trafficking alone, just how of like that's a real thing and it's a lot bigger than most people even realize. It's like, man, we do need to do something about that. Take actions. Like, yeah. where? Okay, who's the who's the big dogs in this industry? Let's go yeah. after them. Let's do our research. Let's figure this out and just yeah. take it. Who's benefit? Who's benefit? Like, who's benefiting from yeah. this? Because it's not yes. the consumer. The thing is, like, that's another thing. Like, there is no like metric, no measurement, no study, nothing that you can look at to assess and say, oh, pornography is a good thing. There's literally none. The only thing mm-hmm. you can look at is like somebody's subjective testimony like of oh yeah i think porn's good it's a good release it's not it's not it's mm-hmm. damaging to the mind it's damaging to the heart it's damaging to relationships like it can and will destroy every aspect of your life like you look at that old uh interview have you ever seen the last ep- or the last interview ted bundy ted bundy did with dr yeah. um dr james dobson doctor he there was only, it was a christian doctor at the time i think he was a psychiatrist and it was the only guy, Ted Bundy, because Ted Bundy, like, when he got to prison, like, you know, I mean, he, this is another thing, too, is like, man, he accepted Christ, like, in prison. And that's something, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like to talk about or hear, like, oh, that guy did so many horrible things. But, like, if you believe what the Bible says and, like, his, what he was saying was true, then, like, Ted Bundy's, you know, in heaven right now. So, anyway, regardless, but he lets, 
he let, he lets James Dobson interview him <clears throat> and he's talking about it and he's like man like pornography ripped me out of my home like I never told anybody about it and that's where it gets is the worst cuz if you bring it to the light it doesn't have power but if you keep mm-hmm. it in the dark which is where most pornography is it does have power cuz like you walk in a room with 100 guys you know 100 guys watch it regularly mm-hmm. like there's maybe one outlier but nobody's going to talk about it mm-hmm. that's crazy well, I feel like no. I mean, like we'll talk about. I mean, it's not talked about. I mean, I, I've talked about it with friends, you know. And uh, I think a lot of it with today's society is that people think it's it's not th- that big of a deal. You know, they think it's 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 okay that it that is happening. And but once you once you kind of really sit back and look at it, you know, there's like like you said, there is no, there is absolutely nothing good about it mm-hmm. at all. It's yeah. not a one good thing. I've, you know, I've heard about, I remember one thing that made me think about it was one of my mom's friends, her marriage was completely ruined by porn because the, the man kept looking at porn and was no longer attracted to her at all, you know, because she cannot live up to that standard. Cause they're in, they're like, it, this is a man and woman that were in their fifties, uh, you know? Yeah. And it's like, how can a 50, uh, 55 year old woman you know, almost 60 year old woman compete with, you know, a 20 year old girl, Yeah. you know, like on this thing that's, it's just, and I realize if you, if you value your relationship with somebody and your marriage, and if you really hold that dear and prioritize that with, with that as a family, then you like, you got to kick that out of your life. You got it. You can't have it. You know, it's just, you just can't, you got to kick it out. There's no in between. Got to get it out. Yeah. There's no, yeah. You can't compromise with it, man. You just got to win the battle. Like it is a battle, and you got to win it. You can't let it linger on. And nope, take no prisoners. Just leave it. Just nip it in the bud. Yeah, you man. Know? Yeah, I mean, I hey, if anybody's listening to this, and you know, they're um, you know maybe struggling with it or whatever. Like, I spent a lot of years, you know, struggling with it and not doing enough about it. I, I would, if I could go back, you know, ten years ago, I would go up to my parents and say don't allow me to have any internet access at all. And which is what I've had, yeah. which is what I've had. Like I had to, yeah. like I had to text, you know, somebody months ago and be like, Hey, um, go on my computer. I'm not home. Go on my computer, put on all kinds of blocks. Like I just had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's another thing too, with like kids nowadays, you know, and that that's us included. I'm talking about us. It's like being exposed to it at a young age. You know, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't remember exactly how old I was when I first watched it, but I remember it was too young, way too young. Dude, they say, <laughs> you know, the, average, they say, they say the average age of exposure now is like four to six years, four to six years old. Are you serious? Like for internet porn? Yeah, I remember. I remember when it was like nine. It's going down. Oh uh, man, because it's everywhere. They put it in everything. Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing, man. It's like. I get sick of sometimes when I'm walking in the store because I'm like, look, I'm a guy and I'm a, I'm a 23 year old guy and, I'm, you know, I have hormones running through my body and it's uh, and it makes you feel the type of way. I mean, yeah. And, but when I go through a store and I'm going through and I'm going through the mall, you ever go through the mall mm-hmm. and it's sex is just sold everywhere to you. Yeah. You know, you walk by uh, any kind of a woman's uh, clothing store, lingerie, like Victoria's <clears> Secret. <throat> You know, and all you see is these sexy women and yeah. naked, basically. Yeah. And I'm not like, look, I think I'm not trying to 
I don't know. It's just the idea that sex – it's just annoying at times as a guy. You're walking by and it's just like, man, I just don't want to think about sex right now, but it's just being thrown at my face. Yeah. You well, know? And, and I'm I, not – I mean, I don't know. I think I think, I think, think to, to also piggyback off that, and I want to get back into some other stuff you said too. Uh, you know, we – I don't really think we need to go any deeper with the Ted Bundy thing. Basically, the conclusion was everybody in prison was addicted to pornography before they went in there. Every child molester, like everybody, and Ted Bundy comes to the conclusion like <clears throat> that was a big reason he, uh, you know, his mind was altered the way it was. Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> I think to go off your point there, you know, you get annoyed. For me, I get annoyed how, like how I feel about like I get annoyed with the fact that like almost I get annoyed with the fact that I'm not annoyed by it does that make sense mm. yeah Where it's like dang, yeah. like you like you can't help but look you can't help but feel some type of way and then uh. it's like ugh, why do I feel like why do I feel like that like I was praying the other day man I was like god I I don't want to be attracted to anything that is not attractive to you like I like yeah. if it's physical yeah. like whatever like I don't even want to see a pretty girl that's not a godly woman and thinks she's attractive. Like, if there's any way you can, like, take that from me, please do. Because, like, I don't, like, that's what annoys me is the fact that I look yeah. at it and I am so attracted to it, even though I know what's going on. Like, it's yeah. marketable. Oh, I'm the same way. No, no, I'm saying I'm attracted to it, too. Like, that's the thing. It's I don't want to, I don't want to feel that way all the time. Yeah. Being just, like, you know, I mean, sure. horny. I don't want to, I don't want to feel horny all the time. Yeah. And, like, when I'm. When I was, you know, working on my job before I started being a fry cook, yeah. you know, I'd have to, I'd have to walk fry around cook, the store, SpongeBob, grocery store, and 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 I would <clears> see <throat> women, you know, and this is not, this is not their problem, it's my problem, okay. And I'm not saying women should be a certain type of way. I'm just saying, and I, I'm, I, I get sick of me looking at them and and feeling a certain type of way, yeah. you know, like feeling horny. Yeah. And I wanted to see them as like a person that has a soul and that somebody that loves them and rather view them that way as an object. I view them as objects and I hate that. I don't yeah. want to do that anymore, but it's just like, well, you know. Yeah, and I think too, I think it's really sad because you got to see what's going on deeper is like, this is how men are wired. Like men are wired that way. You know, men are mm -hmm. wired more visually you know, mm -hmm. towards physical appearance. And <clears throat> that's something that should be special. That's not something that should be thrown around. But the fact that it is, because it is marketable, it is a good way to make money. But you got to ask yourself, is it worth making this kind of money? You know, it, and that's, you know, that's kind of like the conclusion I've come with is like, I'm not going to compromise my morals to make money. Like, I'm just not going to mm. do it. And yeah. because, because of how powerful attraction is, how powerful like sex is. And the fact that like, we're taking advantage of it to make money. Like, I think it's sad. And like, we're, because I mean, there's, I mean, bottom line, like those things are powerful. And the fact that, you know, we can't even walk in a store, you know, without seeing a pretty girl or without seeing a picture and be, <clears throat> and, and not feel some type of way. That's a natural response that's being exploited. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sorry. My, like my camera, like I all adjusted on my phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> it like took me off guard. Okay. Sorry. I got, I got, Gosh, do I look the same on yours? Do I look the same on yours? <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm dude, <laughs> I'm pouring my heart out over know, here, man. I'm, so I'm trying to sorry. help people. I, like I accidentally did something on there. Okay, I'm trying to speak bad. to the heart You're of right. our You're our right. young I'm men, sorry. our my youth, bad. man. I'm trying to help people that are maybe <laughs> going through a fight earlier on, 
like the same fight I went through. I'm trying to help them out. Yeah. And you're just go laughing. Ahead and repeat what you said to me. Go back, just, or just go ahead and repeat that. Yeah, just repeat that. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, man, it's so natural for a man to to see a, a, yeah. a beautiful girl and be like, that's just how we're built. But that's mm-hmm. not supposed to be in that context. It's so powerful. It's so precious. Mm-hmm. It's so special. It's supposed to be in a different context. But we're po- like we're polluting. <clears throat> Honestly, man, those things are for the marriage bed, and we're polluting the marriage bed when we put those things in shopping malls. Mm, we're polluting the wow. marriage bed when we put those things in advertisements. And and yeah. I don't think we're understanding. Like, I think people enjoyed marriage a hundred years ago more than they do now. And I think there's a long. Not saying that you can't enjoy it as much as now, but <clears throat> if you believe what marriage is, marriage is between one woman, one man, and it's a picture of what Christ's relationship is for the church then these things are very much poisoning it. And what you said earlier about the 50-year-olds, like if you think that marriage is about sexual attraction and being with somebody is about sexual attraction or relationship is about sexual attraction, well, then there's no point to not making a million, millions and millions of dollars and just dating somebody younger and then breaking up with them the second you're not attracted to them for the rest of your life. But mm-hmm. nobody thinks that's the case. Everybody somehow thinks marriage is more than just attraction. And that's why we do it because our heart desires it. Our heart desires to be married. Our heart desires to be in a relationship with somebody and grow it. So it has to be more than just attraction. It has to be more. Mm-hmm. It has to be about building a bond that goes so much deeper than how good somebody is in bed. It has to be. Otherwise, we wouldn't yeah. do it. That's the thing is we wouldn't do this thing called marriage if it wasn't more than that. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be more. When you look at when you're 50 years into marriage, you're 80 years old. You have to look at that person next to you and say, I don't want anybody else. And it has to go deeper than attraction, because when you do 50 years in marriage, that person's not going to be the same that they were, you know, at year one of marriage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, you know, I think I'm a uh, no, I like I think uh, to go back on the thing of. Of like it's like being fed these images and all this stuff constantly since at a young age, you know. It's like now we're it's even worse. Like we're even like we're furthering like are getting programmed to visualize sex in a certain way, you know, mm-hmm. that it should be this way and not that way, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, like I like what you said, polluting the marriage bed, or uh, you know, it's yeah. it's something that should be sacred, and we're just turning it into a cheap joke. Yeah, you know, turning into something really cheap when yeah. it's something that's like a precious, precious cool thing you know it's beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful thing and we're just it's like slapping on like a bumper sticker you know it's yeah it's just cheap man we're making it real cheap well i mean biblically sex is to be a a benefit of being married not something that not something that's a a prelusion or a qualifying act for marriage you know yeah and and so when we when we get i mean it's just Hey man, I'm as guilty of it as anybody and I'm not trying to be better or, you know, I'm, I'm really, honestly, I mean, this is a conversation, like we've probably had conversations like this off camera and I didn't even think the camera would be on today, but we're getting into it. I mean, like, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, I, and I, I would say, you know, I don't think, I, I think every, I think both parties are guilty. You know, I think women should really. You know, men, obviously, you know, we have to guard our hearts and guard our eyes and, and be mature, responsible adults and and walk, you know, with a, a certain degree of integrity. But also, too, like, you know, we got to hold women to that same standard of, hey, don't don't 
be part of your brother's stumbling. You know? Yeah. It's the same yeah. it's the same exact thing. Like I didn't have any part of of that girl getting trafficked. But I've been on that website. I've partaken mm-hmm. in the views that that website has. So I'm the part of the problem. Yeah. I have to hit my knees in prayer and say, God, like, forgive me. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, so it's the same, it's the same kind of thing as like, if we're caught, if we're contributing to it in any way, we're contributing to it. Like, and there's just, and we just, I, mean, I feel like we just got to turn and say, Hey, like I need, like, what do you want out of this? Like, what do you want from me? And it goes on both mm-hmm. sides. Like, obviously, yes, we're responsible as men for guarding our eyes, guarding our hearts and not looking at things and, and controlling our thoughts. And, but women are responsible for not showing us those images and saying, no, I'm not going to cause my brothers to stumble. No, I'm not going to be, you know, the face of this, um, magazine, or I'm not going to post this picture on Instagram. That's going to get a lot of likes, but really isn't going to do anything for somebody's heart. Yeah. You know who, I don't really know anything about her very much. I'm not a big fan of her music, honestly, but, um, Billie Eilish, you heard Mm. of her? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I like how she uh, she wears like baggy clothes, yeah. and I was like, "What's up with that?" And somebody was like, "No, she just does that because she doesn't want people like focusing on her body." You know, she just she's like, "Hey, I'm a singer, and I don't want people just I don't want people looking at me that way." You know, I want I just want to be comfortable being me and yeah. and doing the singing thing and this this and that. I'm like, "Wow, you know, good for you." Yeah, you know, but like yeah. I said, I'm not I'm not a big fan of her singing or anything or her songs. I'm, I mean, a lot of pe- other people are, so who cares what I think? Yeah. But no, I love <clears> that about her. That and and I and I love that she's put in that she's got that position where other girls are like, yeah, you know, I don't I'm like my body isn't really everything. You know, I should uh, I shouldn't be just I yeah. I think that's something pretty. I think it's pretty cool. I man. think that's I think awesome. Really cool. Yeah. I. I'll say this and then I'll get on to, I'll talk about Justin Bieber because he's, you know, kind of gone down a somewhat, not, I mean, same route, I'm sure. But um, my pastor said one time, and he said a quote that really stuck with me and it's so true is whatever relationship is built on is what it's going to stand on. Mm. So like if a relationship is built on attraction, the second you stop being attracted to somebody, which at some point in that relationship will happen. And that's mm-hmm. not something people like to think about, but it will happen then that's when it's going to crumble. Like that's when the relationship's going to like fall. If it's, yeah. if it's built on sexual compatibility, whatever the hell that yeah. means. Yeah. I literally have no clue what that means. Um, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I, I do. I mean, I've had, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, this is, you know, I'm confessing to you. I'm, I mean, I've had sex before. I've had premarital sex. <gasps> I'm not, I'm no better than anybody <laughs> else, man. And, uh, no, it, I mean, it, for yeah. me, for some people, I everybody's different. You know, some people look, I mean, it, it plays a role for sure. I think it does. But that's um, something you can gain, though. Yeah, no, it is something that you can gain. I, I agree, I hundred percent agree. And I think I think you're absolutely right, though, because me and my brother-in-law were just talking about this today. We were talking about how if, let's say, you're in a relationship with a girl or a boy and a girl relationship, and if you were to suddenly take out sex, you know, you've been in a relationship for six months, a year, mm-hmm. but you were suddenly take out sex, couldn't do that for, couldn't have sex for thirty days or something like that, then most people would probably break up yeah. <laughs> because they're like, I, they're like, well, I don't like you that much. I was just, I was just, I just enjoyed having sex with you. That was it. Yeah. Other than that, you're pretty annoying. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, or, yeah. And you'll, you'll building your relationship on sex is like, it's such a, it's such a fragile thing. It's so it fragile. Is, it is fragile because, because here's the deal. And, and then I'll talk about what Justin Bieber said, but 
you know, like I said, you know, a foundation, like what, what are your, what is your foundation built on? And, you know, things like that are sinking sand, but if it's built on something a, a lot deeper, like, you know, emotional connections, cool. But it, it, honestly, like me as a Christian, like the foundation has to be built around Christ. And if it's not, then, then there's no relationship there, you know, because yeah. everything else is going to fade. The things I thought were cute, uh, you know, the differences, you know, the opposites attract thing, like the things you think are cute are going to be really freaking annoying when you have to live with that person in a quarantine. You know what I mean? The little habits yeah. that, you know, so, or the, you know, the fact that, oh, you know, we like the same thing. I, I don't know about you, but like, sometimes you like, if you have a sibling or somebody that's just like you, like you can fight with yourself pretty much. Like, oh yeah. Like people that that's, I've noticed that like people that are a lot alike don't get along. Like no. me, my, when I, I cause sometimes I'm like, kind of like that person. I'm not sure why. And then I'm like, oh, it's because they do the same things that I do. You know, that's why I don't like them. Yeah. Or like my, my dad, like I live in the house with my dad and my sister and she's got her kids here, but my dad and sister have always just, they love each other to death, but they always like just butt heads yeah. just because they're the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, if everybody was like us, man, like the whole world would just end because we would oh. nothing would oh, get I done think, and we just shoot dude, each other. I, dude, I thank God every day that not everybody is just like me. And I think people make the mistake of wanting people. Everybody is like, oh, if everybody just thought like I did, then this whole world would just go around. No. Like, how naive are you? No. How, how self-absorbed well, not even naive. naive. How you? narcissistic are you? Narcissistic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But people think like that. People think like you see all these uh, politically active people on the right, on the left, and they're like, hey, this is the way it's done. If everybody could just think like this, da, 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 everything would be great. And it's like, uh, maybe not, dude. Maybe not if everybody thought like you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that I mean, you know, and I obviously like I hold my ground on certain political, you know, ideologies, but. I, I, ideologies might be a wrong word. Ideals. Ideals. I like that. Maybe That's ideology. Uh, bro, that I've, remi- always heard, that rem- I've always heard ideology like in a negative connotation. So maybe that's why I heard uh, that. That reminded me of uh, <laughs> that reminded me of the longest yard where he's like two and a half. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brucey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like, I gotta, I gotta, he's like, uh, he's like, I gotta slit somebody's throat or something to get my my points up. We have a rep up. We have a maniacal <laughs> pillow fight tonight. That might be it. Shut up, boy, slit your throat and watch the dust come out. <laughs> what was I saying? I'm getting into Justin Bieber. I don't you know were, what. Who's that, Justin Bieber? Oh, certain, yeah, certain things I believe are right and, you know, shouldn't be changed, but not every idea. You know, I've been wrong about things before. You're ne- Here's the thing is you're never going to be wrong if you're never challenged. Like you're never yeah. going to find out what's true if what you believe isn't challenged. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same with like it, like with competition. You're never going to be the best you can be unless there's somebody on the other side of the country, you know, that comes in and beats you at a tournament. Like that's just never, you're yeah. never you know what I mean? Like you're never going to be that. You need that competition. Yeah. Like if there was only one person working, like social media has taken a toll. Like people, like that's another thing people don't talk about. Like, yeah, training methods have gotten better and stuff. But like social media is making people better at sport because you can follow somebody that's, you know, maybe the best guy in the world and you might be the mm. second best. And now you can study them. You can watch their tape. Like you can figure out, okay, they're up at 3 a.m. doing this. And like that motivates you and you get, so it's the same thing with, with your mindset too. If you're challenged, you're going to find out what's true. And there is truth. That's the thing. There is truth despite what anybody will tell you. And 
figuring that out, like you have to be challenged in your mindset. You know, I think is, um, and I, and I, um, I want to talk about Justin Bieber though. And I'm, I'm, I'm guilty about this too, is we don't like to be judged. People don't, people really do not like any kind of judge. And it's funny because uh, there's so many variety of different judges. Like people don't like to be judged by other people. People don't like to – and a certain, certain things like with uh, goals and competitions, a goal, that's a judge. Whether mm-hmm. you like it or not, a goal is a judge. It's like, yeah. hey, it is like it is objective and solid mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, either you did it or you did not. Yeah. Maybe you did or didn't. Yeah. That's a judge, right? They're either guilty or not guilty sure. of achieving what needed to be achieved. Sure. And a lot of people like wave around like only God can judge me. That's... And I'm like – and like, uh, for sure, for sure. But I think like, what, if you were to really ask them, it's like, are you even sure that you're okay with God judging you? Because exactly. Like, yeah. Like, like, okay, <laughs> if you think a human being is gonna, is judging you harshly, how do you think the perfect standard creator of the universe is going to judge you? I mean, yeah, you know like what I mean? Like almighty force. Like we're not even perfect and we, we uh-huh. have the ability to judge, which, you know, we need to be careful with, I'm not saying don't judge, but we need to be careful in how we approach it. But like, if you say, and only God can judge me, like what, when I hear that, first of all, I'd be more scared about God judging me than human beings judging me. Yeah. Period. Period. I'm not scared about another human being judging me because they don't have the ultimate authority in the universe. All they can do is talk and try to make me feel bad. That's Mm -hmm. about it. And a, a very few people getting fewer and fewer by the day, I might add, can physically do something about it but anyway we'll get we'll get <laughs> okay uh, yeah <laughs> but yeah, uh, right. anyway but when i hear i only god can judge me this is what i hear and i'm pretty sure this is the message everybody is meaning to send whether or not or is sending whether or not they mean to send it is i don't want to change mm, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah definitely man is it not that's, is it i mean that's, no that i think you hit the nail on the head there man yeah that's People don't want to change, man. People don't want to. Ah, yeah, that's so crazy, man. Because there's people that are like, you find it through all age groups. You know, they'll be like, they'll say, "This is just the way I am." That's so. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. Like you've been stuck in the same, you've been doing the same shit for sixty, fifty years. Yeah. You know, and you just think that that is okay because you've been doing it for so long. No, like, it's not. Like we said earlier, yeah. like truth and with relationship, like, oh, this is just the way I am. Hey. I don't care if it's just the way you are. Like you're married, uh-huh. you gotta go to work, or you're married, yeah. like you gotta go do dishes, or you're you're you know, like a guy, like I, you know, I don't like to express my feelings. That's just the way I am. Hey, uh, cool, get over it. You gotta get over. It. You gotta change because your life is not your life. Like your life yeah. is wrapped around somebody else now. Yeah, like, and that's or every relationship. Says- Hey, that's just that's just the way I am. This is how it is. Like, uh, like you know, like some people say that. It's like, no, you're just an you're being an a hole. Is that what you mean? What you yeah. are? You're just an a hole. Like, because yeah. you we've all met those people that say, oh, that's just who I am. I ain't gonna change about like now. They're just rude to everybody and an a hole. Yeah, it's like no, you can just try to be a nicer person. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like, hey, here's the deal. Growth is hard. Growth hurts. Yep. But growth, growth takes hurts, change. Man. Growth takes yep. change. You have to change to grow. And you you gotta have to change. Resistance. You are one hundred percent going to meet resistance. And you, if you don't, or if you aren't willing to change, you're not willing to grow. That's quote me. That's a great quote. Yeah. If you're not willing to change, mm-hmm. you're not willing to grow. Dang, I'm going to write yep. that down. That's amazing. I'm pretty just, sure they. I'm pretty sure they wrote that down. And when I say they, I mean like you know, the rest of the human population. If you're someone else in there, not willing. To change, 
Um, yeah, dude, we're getting into it today's podcast, man. I'm digging this podcast. Deep. I almost cried. I know. Did you almost have me cry bringing up this kind of stuff? Dude, I, honestly, I'm glad we went into it because this is not yeah. a podcast. It needs I, to be talked about. It does. It does. And, and you know, I might get heat or people might, you know, I don't know what the title is going to be. Maybe I might title it Poisoning the Marriage Bed or something like that. Or I don't know. Yeah. Um, Would you say polluting? Polluting was a good one. Polluting, like polluting the polluting. marriage bed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, it's just like this stuff that needs to be talked about. We need to make it less taboo to talk about this because this is something that's in the dark. And if it's brought more to the light, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna lose its effect. Mm-hmm. And it, and like what we said earlier, like if four and six year olds are being exposed to pornography, then we got to have tougher conversations at a younger age. Yeah, yeah. You know I what I mean? When I was a kid, I remember my dad. He, like he would like talk to me about it. Like he would try to talk to me. He'd be like, "Hey, son, you know that stuff." Like because he knew I like had some like some way I could have access to it. And he was like, "Son, that stuff messes you up. Man, it's not good." <laughs> And I'm like, you know, as a kid, like, okay, okay, can this conversation be over now? Because I was, because it was awkward. I didn't want to talk about that, yeah. you know, you know, as a kid. But he was damn right, darn right. Sorry, uh, he was right, man. And and he tried to tell me, you know, and but I mean, I didn't listen. I still watched it anyways, you know. And yeah. you know, I'm guilty. I'll still watch it every now and then, you know. I'm guilty, man. Yeah. That's all I can say is I'm guilty. Is I'm just guilty, and I have no room to act like I'm better than anybody. You know, I'm just, I, I, but I'm, I, I try though. You know, I try. I put an effort in at least to try to be better. And sometimes I stumble, sometimes I fall, sometimes I fall hard. You know, Uh, but I'm trying. Yeah. You know, and that's, and I can't, I like, I really can't judge anybody. You know, I think there's some people that, like, other people in my life that I try to call to a higher standard. You know, because I care for them, you know, they're like, hey, look, I'm not trying to, ju- I'm not trying to come, di- you know, but I just, I want you to be better because I yeah. care for you and I love you. Yeah. You know, and I think, and that, what we're saying with this podcast is like, that's, we care about other individuals that we have not met. Like, yeah. Hey, I care for you in a way that like, I want you to be better too. Yeah. You know? Dude, that's the thing is like, you know, I had a conversation with my brother, like my younger brother and some of his friends, you know, they're 15. They're right at that age where it's like, okay, yeah. like, you know, that's where a lot of people like lose their virginity is like 15, 16, yeah. 17. And, you know, they're, they're like, you know, I come in the weight room and they're all talking and, and they're like, well, let's ask Christian. And we have like a 30 minute conversation about like sex and relationship. And, and I got to say a little bit of what I said earlier, like, you know, and I felt like that was an amazing thing, like, because here's a bunch of kids that are like, you know. Obviously, if they're asking, they like they they don't want it. Like their heart is saying, like I probably shouldn't do it, you know. But they don't know why they shouldn't do it. And telling Mm -hmm. them like you know you shouldn't do it is an ineffective strategy because it's just going to lead people to be like, well, why shouldn't I do it? I want to figure this out. But explaining to somebody and showing somebody, hey, there is actually you shouldn't do it because there's something more on the other end of waiting. There's something more on the other end of discipline. There's something more on the other end of actually saving yourself for somebody special and Mm -hmm. like turning from you know those old ways and to be able to like express this to a bunch of you know freshmen in high school i thought first i felt like it was a god thing for sure but like it was just so cool like uh like just like just being there man like just being there and being able to like because i've heard you know horrible horror and you you know it's always that cliche you know like dad giving the son the talk And, Mm -hmm. and there's never a conversation that happens in the movies it's always like dad i know about that stuff okay cool but it's never like, you know, 
it, it's it's always what not to like what to do or what not to do, but it's never the why behind it. Yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. to to be a person that knows the why, and to be a person that can share that and has influence in some, in people's lives, you know, I I just felt really blessed and. And I just want to encourage, like, if anybody's listening to this and is struggling with this, like, I, I want to get a hold of a 13-year-old kid, like, that is maybe going through this and, like, or, if, you know, somebody that was the same age as I was when, you know, and say, hey, you don't have to go down this road for 10 years. Like, because I've, I've gone down it, man, and it sucks. Like, it's horrible. Like, struggling with this stuff is, like, is not fun at all. Um, and we've talked about this, you know, on a, you know, personal level. Like, it's not fun. And, like, if I can tell you, like, there's something better that comes with waiting and like discipline and like there's something better that comes with like not going down this route. Like, man, I would just, I I would, I mean, yeah, I would just like, just tell that person like shake them and be like, Hey, like there's something way better. And if there's anybody that I can help, I want to do that because not because I, because I want people to just follow some rules, but and it's the same with judging. It's, it's not because of, and you have to check your heart on this too. It's not because I want, like people to live the way I live or do the things I do or, you know, live in a certain order. No, it's because I actually care about you. You know, I've done, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen this and I know the damaging effects of it. Like I care that somebody doesn't go through that. Yeah. And, and it, it doesn't matter what they think about me. If they think I'm crazy or I'm just trying to, you know, ruin their fun or, you know, be a Debbie Downer or whatever, or a buzzkill. Like I, I don't care what somebody thinks about that. I'm going to continue to tell them, that there's a better way and I'm going to continue to try and help that person mm-hmm. because I care not. And, and that's yeah. the thing is like a lot of people, I think they have the right thing. They just don't have the right heart behind it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, so that's, uh, that's kind of my take on it. Yeah, definitely. Were you going to say something about Justin Bieber? Yeah. Okay. So I've been, I've been, dude, I've been going, I've been thinking about this the whole time for like 20 minutes. I think I brought it up. But so, so Justin Bieber, I don't know if you know this, but he's, um, so he's, I, I don't know if he's had faith his whole life, but very recently within the last like couple years, he's really just been like, almost like a Kanye, uh, just a little younger, but he's basically, I mean, he's turned away from his old lifestyle and has like come to Christ and, you know, is really good friends with a lot of really big time pastors and like, you know, is, has tried to make his voice within that regard. Wow, and he—I was listening to him the other day. He was um, on this guy's Instagram, and I think it's—it's it's a pastor, his wife, and it might be the pastor's younger brother. I—I I don't know that we're in quarantine talking to Justin. I don't know if it's his brother or not. It looks a lot like him, so I'm guessing it's probably his brother. Um, but the brother is single, and and so they're like you know Instagram living with with Justin, and they ask Justin and you know for some dating advice, and Justin goes, well, like you know, have you been in a long term relationship before? He's like, yes, and he's like well, were you, like, were you guys, like, physically active, like, sexually? And he's like, no. And Justin started, like, elaborating on that, which is crazy to think, like, somebody at that level is going to elaborate, especially with, like, you know, most people will talk about sex, but not in the way he did. Um, But he's, you know, he's talking about, like, you know, man, I started really getting serious when I started to see, like, you know, things start to change positively in my relationship with, his girlfriend at the time is now wife Haley um, was when we stopped having sex because mm-hmm. I got to see her for who she really was. And I mm-hmm. got to, I got to make decisions cause he's like, you know, sex will cloud those things. 
And mm-hmm. it's and the thing is, like, sex is supposed to cloud those things. It's supposed to cloud certain things. Like that's like sex. Sex is like a it, within marriage. It's supposed to get rid of little differences. It's supposed to like tie you to that person more. But it'll also do the same thing to big differences, like faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so if you don't have a set standard before you start doing it, like it's gonna cloud those things. And that's basically mm-hmm. what Justin was saying. And he said, I got to really know who my wife is because we stopped doing that. Yeah. And I thought it was so powerful to hear a guy who's one of the most famous people in the world from 15, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old has had the world at his fingertips, everything he could ever want, which we know is a bad recipe. And yeah, to, I don't know how he's not insane, you know, like too. kudos to him. Well, that's I the thing. No, I, I, if that was me, I would go insane. But that's the thing is he almost, he did kind of go off the rails for a little bit, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and but but him having a relationship with Christ is what has grounded him and is what has mm-hmm. like changed his life and kept him from doing what a lot of childhood stars have done. Yeah. And and I think it's just so powerful. And so Justin Bieber, I know you're a regular listener, man, but just shout out yeah. to you, brother. Yeah, he texted uh, me the other day. He's like, When's the next podcast coming out? I'm like, Oh, I think it's like Monday, usually. Yeah, it's on Monday, mm-hmm. man. Unless Gus doesn't show up. Ah oh, that was two times. Three times. Anyway, yeah, but um, yeah, I, dude, just crazy stuff, man. We went deep. Are we uh, are we done for the day? You think? I think we're done. I'm gonna go. I'm hungry. I'm gonna go eat some Chick Fil A if they're open. Bro, you're not dude. intermittent fasting. Oh my gosh, is it Monday or Sunday? It's Sunday. <laughs> you're like, all right. I guess I got nothing better to do. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. No, I know. It's like the worst part of my week having to do this. All right. Well, um, <laughs> you're so used. You're so used to be just just ragging on me, man. Yeah, Dude, I'm about to cry, man. Like... I'm gonna have to go to bed or something. Like this is this I has know, been a tough. This has not been an easy podcast. I, I'm not. I need to lie. watch like a funny movie or something. Like, uh, I, don't know. I gotta do something to get my rep up. <laughs> I'm gonna stab somebody or something. Um. Yeah. Well. Hey. Um. You know, guys, we went a lot, we went pretty deep today. Um, talked about some pretty emotional things, um, you know, for me and just some personal issues. But uh, yeah, um, if you guys like the podcast, make sure you like it, share it. Um, if there's somebody in your life that you know maybe could hear what uh, what we were talking about, maybe needs to hear it. Um, you know, share it with them. I don't really. Uh, I got a YouTube channel. This podcast drops, and then I do vlogs uh, on a weekly basis. So go check those out, um, dude. I need a haircut, dude. Barbers need to open up, man. That, that's another thing. I wanted to talk about gun control and coronavirus day. We didn't talk about either of those two things. I feel like, it, hey, maybe it was for the best. It was for the best, man. I think, yeah, because I, I mean, because it's cool. Because like you and I have two opposing opinions. You know, you're, uh, I'm for gun control. Like I don't think guns should be allowed in any house, and. You think everybody should have an AK-47? That's not true. You are not. You and are not. You listen, are not opposed. I think everybody that owns a gun is paranoid. Oh my right? gosh, Gus, you probably, you probably have a gun right there. Hey, Hello? wait. I do want to. I do want to do one thing real quick, um, because because you know we we talked about a lot of things today. How do you spell the word boast? Okay, I figured it out. Oh crap, uh, that's boast. But we talked about a lot of things today, and I just want to lead. Uh, leave um, with this verse 
because because uh, man, I think I think it just goes. And there's another verse I wanted to talk about too, but I think it just goes with what we're talking about. You know, you know, we we both express like how there's the same evil that is, you know, a part of, you know, the trafficking and stuff is the same evil that we're all corrupted by. And, and I think it's real easy to think that that's some other, you know, other person going through that, or that's some other force that's doing that, but that's not us. And, and man, I think it all just boils down to what this verse is saying. It's Galatians six fourteen. It says, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Wow. And, um, what did you say that was? Francis? Galatians 6, 14. Galatians. It's actually written on uh, Rich Froning's ribs. He has that tattoo. But yeah, I think you wouldn't it, know that. I think it's just yeah, I love the guy. He's my friend. He's my boy. Uh but I think it's just so powerful, man, to know like and it just brings us back to the same place is that we're all broken. We're all fallen. We all need the same savior whether we have one sin or a 100 billion sins. Like it can all be forgiven in the same vein. And and so we're not any we're not any better than anyone. We just know like where life comes from, and, and yeah, man. I would just encourage, like for myself, like that's where I have to go, man. Is like in a place of forgiveness. I'm sorry, Granddad. In a place of like, right. I'm no, not, no, it's all right. Oh. <sighs> Dang it, Gus! You're ruining the mojo of my my ending to this podcast, and I hate yeah. you for it. I didn't know you were in here. I don't oh, even remember what I was looking for. I am so much better than you. It's not even funny. Yeah, you go to sleep. No, I don't need anything. Take your Metamucil. All right, good night. Love you. Jeez. Yeah. One of these days, man, we're going to get a studio, and we're not going to have these interruptions. I know, dude. Bro, watch our first podcast. We're in a studio, and your grandpa just walks in. Yeah. <laughs> Starts taking his pants off again. It's still going on, unfortunately. This guy won't let me go. I'm on 1%. My phone's uh, about to die. All right. Well, anyway, like I was saying, nobody's better than anybody. I'm not better than anybody. And whatever yeah. good I've done, whatever bad I've done, it all amounts to nothing compared to Christ, and that's the only way we have life. And I would just encourage people. Like, It's very hard to love people that are doing these things. It's very hard. And I honestly, like, if that happened to my daughter or you know, one of my brothers or somebody close to me, I don't know if I could, but I would hope and pray that somehow I would be like Christ in those moments. And with the little things in my life now, like I'm just trying to be more like Christ. And so that's kind of what the verse is talking about. Yeah. Sorry, my phone was about to die. I was on 1%. That's all I was looking for. All righty. Well, guys, that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, stay tuned for Josh Bridges, Navy SEAL, CrossFit Games competitor six times, I think. Former college wrestler, Missouri boy, uh, took second at the CrossFit Games, only taking second to the greatest CrossFitter to ever do it, Rich Froning, uh, 2012. So, and he's sure? coming here on this pod. It's sure? all about who you know. Hey, he's Matt cool. might have my, Matt might have something to say about that. Bro, well, Matt can right hook Larry. <laughs> all right, well, Gus, it's been a good podcast, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I had a great time. Great time. All right. All right, I'm going to go get some food. I uh, think we're done here. All right, bye, guys. No!